we're starting. All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Culture Cannon Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Mark. <laughs> and today we've got a couple of things to talk about. First up on the agenda, uh, we can talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Our our favorite. My favorite actor. I've been on his movies since um, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Fast and his Furious. debut role. That is not his debut role. It is to me. Have you never seen the critically acclaimed movie Scorpion King? <laughs> that is actually the first movie I've watched him in. Now that you say that. Oh my fucking god. Fantastic movie. Um, yeah. It's a great sequel to <laughs> The Mummy Returns. Is that a sequel to that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. First off, let's not talk. Let's not disparage the name of the Mummy series. The Mummy series is fantastic. No, I like the I like the Mummy. Do you actually? Yes. Sorry, I haven't had a lot of people have that same opinion with me, so that's very happy to hear. I'm a huge fan of Brendan Fraser during that time. Me too. Fuck yeah, Brendan yeah. Fraser's great. I feel bad for him. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah, his the, his life after that just. Brendan Fraser, if you're listening, we love you. Yeah. Um. Fantastic on Doom Patrol. If you need a new wife, hit me up. I know you need a new one. There you go. I love how I love how every week you offer your <laughs> what? You offer your companionship to a new celebrity. <laughs> Last week it was Doja Cat. <laughs> I'm, I'm lonely. <laughs> what can I say? Anyways, like we were saying, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been cast in a new DC property. He's currently playing Black Adam in the Black Adam movie that's coming out. Yo, perfect fit if you ask me. It's really good. No, I I think that's... Is it? I think it's a good cast. Is Black Adam meant to be that buff? Yes. Uh, like, he's meant to be fucking, like... Jacked. Isn't he supposed to be, like, a wizard or something? No. Black Adam's, like, fucking... He's, like... He's basically Shazam, but fucking, like, evil. <laughs> Why? Because he's black? That's crazy that you said that, dude. Man, I'm calling out my co-host right now. This racist son of a bitch. Jesus Christ. I thought I knew somebody. Black Adam isn't black. Uh, But anyway, he is. My homies turned to snakes. He's been confirmed. Sorry. Jesus. He's been confirmed to be playing Crypto the Super Dog in a Super Pets animated film for DC. Who asked for this? I don't know. I don't know. Genuinely. Um, who who watched Justice League and were like, hold up. Shit, they forgot about the pets. <laughs> <laughs> they left the pets at home. You know what would be cool? Secret, we got Secret Life of Pets. Life of Pets. Sorry, man. I'm kind of scrambled there. We got Secret Life of Pets plus the Justice League. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, sounds kind of fucking fucking. I never watched Secret Life of Pets, so I don't know anything the about it. The first movie's pretty I haven't seen the second one. The first movie's pretty good. Isn't it just a bunch of skits with pets? No, it's got like a full like story and everything. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, but so, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is confirmed for the Super Pets movie, and if you guys don't know anything about the Super Pets... <laughs> I think it'd be funny if they got some A-list celebrities, like top tier, to just star as other pets in the fucking kids show or movie. Oh, we get Dwayne The Rock Johnson, we get like... We need to get, we like, get Uma Thurman as like the fucking Capra Supergirl's pet. Leonardo DiCaprio as Comet the Super Horse. Oh god. We get like top tier celebrities. Oh my gosh, but you guys, if you don't know about the Legion of Super Pets, they have some crazy, some 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 pretty insane characters. I'm just gonna read off a couple from ye old Wikipedia real fast. Mm. Uh, we got Beppo, the <laughs> Super Monkey. 
Yeah. We have Comet the Super Horse. Of course, the Rocks character, Crypto the Super Dog. Do they have unique powers or are they just like super? Are they basically Superman, but an animal? A lot of them are just Superman, but an animal. Mm. Um, Streaky the Super Cat. What? Why would you name a cat Streaky? I don't know. Stupid ass um, name. Detective Chimp. <laughs> I really like that one. Detective Chimp. If you, the funny thing is Detective Chimp is like an actually like really good detective in the DC world. <laughs> like, he's like genuinely a good character. He solves more mysteries than fucking Batman. He's like on par with Batman. <laughs> he's just a little bit off from Batman. Um, we have Bat Cow. Lexi, the plastic bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Clay Critter. Which I guess is just like a piece of clay face. What? Yeah. Okay. Which is like like who joins the super pets. But yeah, so that's just a little bit. Um, that's a little bit of the super team we got here. Mark, who do you want to see play these characters? I want to see. Um... I want JoJo Siwa, Streaky. <laughs> super cat. <laughs> Yo. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't like a lot of actors. Uh, let's bring in Brendan Fraser to play Batman's dog. You're right. Brendan Fraser has to play Ace. Yeah. Um, let's get uh, let's get Steve Carell. Let's have him be Detective Chimp. I think that'd be... I think Steve Carell is best when he plays an animal. Have you seen Over the Hedge? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Steve Carell is Hammy the squirrel. That, that made my childhood. That was Steve Carell? Yeah. That's crazy. That squirrel that was straight up on cocaine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That squirrel that was sorting lines before every scene. Absolutely. Uh, Comet the Super Horse. Again, I'm sticking with Leonardo DiCaprio. I, no, I want to... Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried for Comet the Super Horse? Yeah. I wouldn't watch the movie. Why I can not? barely watch a line because of Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> His voice is so irritating. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Um, Detective Chimp. Who do you want to play Detective Chimp? I feel like that has to be like a good, <laughs> great actor. Um, Tech Chimp. I would like uh, Ruby Rose to play Detective Chimp. What is up with you and casting Ruby Rose? What do you mean? She's a good actor. See her in John Wick and uh, her other movies. The new Triple X movie that yeah, came out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, it's the bad movie, yeah. No, that's what I want Vin Diesel to play. <laughs> it's a rival. <laughs> You got Vin Diesel and The Rock in a fucking want, Crypto I, the Super Dog movie. I want movie. Vin Diesel to play Clay Critter. <laughs> give me, give me all the fucking old action movie actors that were in. What was that one movie with all of them? Fucking, I know what you're talking. The Expendables. The Expendables. Let's get that whole crew, but get, cast them in Crypto. Fuck yeah, we get fuck The Rock. Let's recast all of the all of the Legion of Super Pets. We're gonna have we gonna have Sylvester the Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. All the other actors that are in those. That, Bruce Willis, I think, shows up at one point. Dolph Lundgren. Whoever played Robocop, I want him in there. Let's do it. Fuck yeah, dude. What do you What do you think about this movie, Mark? What, how do you feel about this? Uh, I think it's going to be stupid, but I'm still going to watch it. And I'm going to dog on it. I'm still going to watch it. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a fucking... Uh, it's going to be a Lego movie. Where it just is a fantastic movie. Shit, yeah. I thought you were about the Trash Talk Lego movie and I was ready to defend it with my entire life. No. But no, Lego movie's great. I think it's, it's a, right. 
The Lego movie's fantastic. I'm not so, gonna say it's a fucking. So is Lego Batman. Have you seen Lego Batman? No, I didn't. I didn't want to watch it. It's actually like hilarious. Like it's very good. Will Arnett voicing Batman is fantastic. Will Arnett. Have you ever seen BoJack Horseman? Who does he? Who does he play? BoJack. He plays Batman. Yeah, he plays BoJack. The guy who oh. plays BoJack. But he plays Batman in the, in the Batman movie. That's crazy. Or have you seen? You've seen Arrested Development. Yes. He plays Joke. Oh, that's Joke. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> this is blowing my mind right now. Oh my god. Um, but we. We've got a lot of DC news this week. Like, the, DC was just on a roll. Like, yeah, DC's really... the best company. They put out the best oh movies. They put out the best shows. They got the best superheroes, best comics. Shut the fuck up. They're out here. Um, but no, DC, I think, because after, I guess Disney Plus, like, got confirmed to be, like, going buck wild with their subscription. Like, Falcon the Winter Soldier and all their extra stuff sent them over the edge with just, like, subscriber counts. Uh, so right now they're Disney Plus. So I think HBO Max is trying to compete. Mm. Um, so the HBO Max uh, partner with Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, they're owned by Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's so they're trying to compete the best they can. So that's why they have all this original stuff coming to HBO Max. So we've got a new Superman animated series mm. with Jack Quaid from The Boys, who plays Huey, which is a an interesting casting choice for Superman that I would have never expected, but I'm excited to see how it goes. Stupid ass. Well, I guess if it's... Okay. If it's voice acting, it should be so, fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now that's clicking in my head. Yeah. Because as soon as you said Superman is played by Huey from The Boys, I was like, there's no way. There's no fucking way they can make that casting decision. Yeah. But if it's voice acting, I guess he could do a good job. I don't know. I've never heard him do serious voice acting that's fair yeah no, so, i mean i'm excited for it i think it'll be fine i don't see the character design for the show looks very good twitter was going crazy over like hot tomboy lois lane and i was just like okay twitter you they, guys you guys do your thing she was all right you know twitter, guess... twitter gets super horny at like the drop of a dime you remember the beginning of the pandemic and twitter was just super fucking horny i mean fuck i was too <laughs> There's nothing else to do. That's fair. No, I remember. I just remember getting on Twitter and I was just like, "This shit is y'all are horny." Because I was there too. I was a part of horny Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. Early stage. I don't know how big of a fan I am of that Lois Lane design. Um, it's all right. I, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm a big fan of the Lois Lane older design, anyways. Yeah, she's just some redhead, and that's about it. I mean, in the movie, she's a redhead. She's traditionally like a dark. She has like brown hair, so I don't know brown or black hair. So I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Oh. So in the Justice League, they made they cast Amy Adams and gave her like red hair, and we we're just like, okay. Like we were like, whatever. I mean, it's interchangeable. It doesn't really fucking matter, I guess. Yeah, I just don't like how uh, how this Lois Lane looks like a blue checkmark Twitter user. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I don't like about it. Um, no, I think I honestly I applaud. The, the character design in this. Like, so the whole thing, my thing about Superman- I like Superman's design. Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's great. My thing about Superman is what we kind of strayed from lately, because there's been so many different versions of like evil Superman, mm -hmm. evil Superman, evil Superman, evil. Like we've been force fed evil Superman for the last like couple of years. Like the boys, we have Homelander. And most recently in Invincible, we have Omni-Man. In that movie Brightburn that came out, we have that kid from Brightburn. Brightburn, the fucking one about the orcs? No, bright. That's bright. 
Oh. Brightburn's the one where there was like that little kid who was like an alien, but he had like superpowers of Superman. It's like a horror movie. But he's an evil, essentially he's an evil Superman. Oh. Um, we have like actual evil Superman from Injustice. Yeah. So it's nice to see them going back to like, okay, Superman, wholesome character, like what he's meant to be. Yeah. Like a symbol of hope. And I love that. I like seeing that. I like going back to the roots of Superman being like a beacon of hope and not just this caricature of what he was before. Because like now it's just like everywhere we look, it's like edgy and cool to do like, oh, Superman's bad. Guys, look, Superman's bad. To be fair, that's DC's fault. That is DC's. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I agree. But like all these stories built upon that concept of, no, I don't think he's a symbol of hope. I think he's a fucking fascist. And they, they were just, they just kind of ran with it. Shut up. <laughs> they just kind of ran with it. I mean, but it, my, my take is it's refreshing. It's nice to see Superman back to his like roots of being Superman. Cause Superman, the animated series is one of my, it's a very good show. Mm. Cause it's still that Bruce Tim design, mm. but it gives that symbol of hope that Batman, the animated series doesn't. Mm. So it's, <laughs> you sound like a car starting up. Mm. <laughs> my take is is that superman's my least favorite character your least favorite character yes out of out of all of comics superman yeah probably at least some of the bad characters are <laughs> why are no, pretty let's, fun let's talk about it let's talk okay. about it. why uh i feel like he's a bit too overpowered to be likable understandable yeah. but i feel that same exact way about the hulk I don't like the Hulk either. That's fair. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, that, well, yeah. that's, that's understandable. Like, like Hulk, the Hulk ultimate destruction on GameCube, but that's about it. <laughs> on GameCube? Man, that's... And I guess the first movie. I really like the first movie. Like the original, like, Hulk movie? Like yeah, the, with the, the... Edward Norton? Yeah. Yeah. That's not the original Hulk movie, but yeah. Well, fuck, what was the first There's one? There's one before that came out in the early 2000s. It probably wasn't good. I feel like they didn't have enough effects to make it's, it good. It's an interesting movie. I'll mm. say that. The story was... The story was there. Cool. But <laughs> the effects definitely did not... Yeah, I figured. They were they were interesting effects. Um, directed by Ang Lee. I'll have, to, I'll have to show you some clips, but it's 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 an interesting ride. We'll mm. say that. It's a, it's a fun ride. Okay. So, uh, definitely everything was improved upon on the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, there's a lot of DC news. We also have a new Batman show that's coming out called, uh, I think, Batman the Cape Crusader. They re released like a poster of it. It's like classic Batman, which is interesting. They're kind of sticking to like that old timey, like detective feel. So like think like Spider-Man Noir from Into the Spider-Verse. So more of that like old timey noir. Yeah. Noir, noir feel, which is what Batman derives from. Like, that's kind of his roots is like this old, like, classy detective. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I think it'll be, I think it's a fresh take on, a fresh, fresh take, air quotations on Batman. Because there's... Yeah, like, there's so many Batman <laughs> shows so already many, anyways. There's so many. Um, I want to, I want to reboot on Batman Beyond. I would, I would fucking adore that. Yeah. I would, I think that would be fantastic. Yes. I, I loved Batman Beyond so I much. I think that's my favorite uh, Batman show. Really? I don't think I like any other ones. It's, it's really, if you, you should talk about the animated series. Have you seen Batman the animated series? Uh, probably a long time ago. You if it was on, if it was on the old WB network. It's, uh, it's on HBO Max. If you do get a chance, you should definitely check it out. Mm. Um, but it's really good. It tells some really good stories there. 
uh, they completely redo like the Mr. Freeze origin story for Batman. That's also where Harley Quinn was created. Like her first, she mm. didn't exist prior to Batman the animated series. Harley Quinn was created specifically for the show and she just blew up after that. Mm. Which is super, super interesting. Like yeah. the character that like wasn't in the original comics who, the animated series revolutionized a lot of Batman stuff. Gotcha. So they created Harley Quinn, they completely redid fucking Victor Freeze and gave him like a really, really good backstory. It's really fucking sad. Like those, those episodes are fucking sad as hell. Mm. And they're, they're phenomenal. Um, but yeah, no, this new Batman show, it's coming from J.J. Abrams from Star Trek Super 8. I don't even want to, Star Wars, I don't want to say it, but Star Wars. Yeah, the bad ones. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Um, the Force Awakens is also J.J. Abrams. That one, uh, maybe Solo. Not Solo. Um... Just hey, also, new hope. also, Solo isn't bad. <laughs> new hope. I don't like a lot of the Star Wars movies. It's funny because I am a fan of Star Wars. You just don't like, like a lot of them. To movies. an extent. Do you like the prequels? <laughs> You're a prequels fan? <laughs> no, I, I completely respect your opinion. I will say, I don't like episode one that much. Episode two is a little better. But Revenge of the Sith is probably the best Star Wars movie in the entire series. Revenge of the Sith is fucking phenomenal. It's and so anyone, good and it comes out of nowhere. Anyone who says otherwise is fucking wrong. The fight choreography, like, just in itself, is way better than all the Star Wars movies that it's have been so made. It's so good. Revenge of the Sith is a phenomenal movie. It's so good. I... Anakin is one of my favorite characters. Definitely. He's expanded upon in the Clone Wars, which is great. But if I just watched the prequels and saw Anakin, I'd still be like, I love that angsty bitch. <laughs> I love him so much. What kind of, who gives somebody a line? I'm gonna, I'm gonna recite this line, the best Anakin impression I can. Man, let me get into character real fast. I hate sand. Rough and coarse. Gets everywhere. Favorite line. <laughs> Favorite line in all of Star Wars. Is that, that alone. It's fucking great. But anyway, so we have this new Batman show from J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, who is doing the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, which is kind of exciting. He's been connected to a lot of a lot of Batman stuff lately. Um, apparently, they're doing a a Gotham City like police department show for HBO Max, and Matt Reeves is also going to be. Is that even going to be good? Heading, I hope so. They wasn't Gotham bad. See, it was. It okay. <laughs> that was basically what you just described. See, that's exactly what I just said. This is gonna be like another fucking Agents of Shield come show, out, come out. where you're just watching the accountants. Like, uh, I guess the superhero fucked this up. You're what is it? What's the damage? You're gonna stop disparaging Agents of Shield like that. Is what you're gonna stop doing. All right. Are you an Agents of Shield fan? Fan is such a cunt, fan dude. is a strong word. All right. It's. Entertainment, and I watched every single fucking episode. My co-host is also a CW show type of person. Fuck you, I'm not. So, <laughs> take whatever he says with a grain of salt. You want to hear something super crazy? I get a lot of shit about. I've never seen a single episode of The Arrow. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. I oh yeah? I don't care. What about Smallville? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit, you caught me there. That's what I thought. The original CW DC show. <laughs> I've seen every single episode of Smallville. Oh, you I can say that. Um. Anyway, okay. So here's my thing. There's a certain point with shows where you get to a point of no return with a show, and you've already invested so much time. You just gotta finish it. 
You can say fuck it and finish the show. That's not true. I didn't do that with Smallville. I was all in and I just kept watching. Small, I mean, with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's how I felt. I was, I was past the point of no return. And I ended up- Did anything they do even like show up in the movies? Nothing happened. Cool. So here's the way it worked with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So nothing they did in the actual show reflected back onto the movies, but everything that happened in the movies reflected back onto the show. <laughs> Literally so, like, the only thing that happened was the blip. So like, I don't even think the blip was addressed in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I, think, I, I, I think at that point it was no longer canon. Oh. Oh, it's not make it, they made it not canon anymore? Yeah, they, they decanonized Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's, it's a mess. Like, the same way they decanonized a lot of, uh... Decanonized? What a weird term. But, uh, the way that they decanonized a lot of the Netflix properties, same thing happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Same thing happened with The Runaways. Same thing hap happened with Cloak and Dagger. All these shows that Marvel put out on third-party platforms that they were just like, Look, this is also part of MC. Just kidding. No, it's not. Fuck. Damn it. We went, we went too far. Um... But yeah, no, because they get to a point where, because they talk about Thanos at one point, but that's where it ends. <laughs> that's where they stop talking about the like the the whole MCU as a whole, at least as far as I remember. But yes, I did stick around for, until the end of Agents of Shield. I watched all of it. Gee, all what right. do they say about Thanos? Ah, he's there. They were. <laughs> yes, that is literally what happened. He has like two seconds, and he's brought up, and they're just like, "Well, shit, we're already dealing with this other alien threat." As agents of shield <laughs> and it's just completely overlooked and i'm just like okay it's it's because after that they go through time that's how they escape the blip they go through time and shit and that's the last season of the show um anyways anyways gotham gotham or no the the new one the new the gotham too anyway matt reeves he's doing a gotham city police department show this and uh bruce ten in CIS Gotham. In CIS Gotham. <laughs> oh my god, special victim units Gotham. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I'd watch that. Special SVU Gotham, I'd watch it. You, you've sold me. Um, but yeah. I have such bad taste. I hate it. Shut up. But yeah, Matt Reeves is coming. Uh, he's doing a GCPD. He's doing the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, which I'm, I'm excited for. I hope it's very good. Um, and also Bruce Tim is returning from the original Batman animated series to do this new series, which I, I am a huge fan of Bruce Tim's artwork. I think he's phenomenal. He, I just love his art style. I think it looks great. Yeah. I really well, like the hentai lady draws. What? He does do a lot of pinup girl stuff. If you actually look it up. I might have to look him up now. I hate you so much. <laughs> but the the character designs for a lot of the Bat family for Batman the Animated Series is really, and they recently did a comic book as a continuation of Batman the Animated Series. They brought in Jason Todd, mm. and his character design for a lot of these characters, like even Deathstroke, is in this like continuation of Batman the Animated Series, the comic book, and it's in Bruce Timm's style, and it looks fucking great. You get a chance if any of you guys get a chance, definitely check it out. Go pick it up. Um, it's fantastic so that's a lot of dc stuff is happening right now there's a lot going on and i'm i'm very excited about it so i'm hoping that it i'm hoping it turns out all right um staying on batman stuff we also have a new batman animated movie coming out uh batman based off the very very popular graphic novel like one of the a very popular batman graphic novel the long halloween um we have jensen ackles returning who recently played, he played Dean in 
Supernatural. I thought you were gonna say community. <laughs> the fucking Dean. <laughs> Dean. Dean Pelton from Community is coming back to play Batman. That would be phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Um, but no. The Dean from Smallville, is that what you said? That's actually what I was about to say, is the funny part, is Jensen Ackles was also in Smallville for a season. Wait, what? <laughs> he was in Smallville oh, for a season. God. He played a villain in one season of Smallville. Uh, that's what I was about to say. Um, See, they should make a cinematic universe with all the bad CW shows. All the bad... Isn't that what it is? Fuck, dude. <laughs> that, that's what it is. It's called the Arrowverse. Literally, the Arrowverse? They named it after the worst show? <laughs> Yo. Because, okay, so listen. So literally in um, last year's Crisis on the Infinite Earth, um, they had Tom Welling's Superman from the Smallville show come come on the Infinite Earth show. And it, it was it's just really funny. And Erica Durant, who plays Lois Lane in the Smallville show, they were both in the show, like on the Kent farm from Smallville. Mm -hmm. It was very, it was good nostalgia. It was, I think it was, I thought it was fantastic. I like Tom Welling a lot. I love him. I think he's a great Superman. Okay. I think him and Henry Cavill are like my ideal Superman. Um. Anyways, like I was saying, I love Smallville, and you will not take that away from me. I don't care, dude. You can like bad stuff if you want to. You're a piece of shit, you know what? Yeah, so Smallville. <laughs> Anyways, continue on with this other bad show. Um, the, oh, movie. The movie. It's, it's the one I'm excited for. <laughs> you're actually excited for it, and you're just talking shit. Um, but Batman Long Halloween, it takes place over, I think, like a, like a year or something. And it has, like, all of Batman's rogues gallery. Like I said, Jensen Ackles is playing Batman. He recently played the Red Hood and Batman under the Red Hood. Another fantastic Batman animated movie. If you do get the chance to watch it. I've said this time and time again. DC has their animated movies on lock. They are... Except for The Killing Joke. That's probably the first DC movie I've ever watched that left a pretty bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, The Killing Joke adaptation was... Uh... Half of that movie was unnecessary. I, like, I don't know why they felt the need to focus on Batwoman first. You know what I'm talking about? Like Batgirl? Batgirl. Like, her relationship with the Batman. I understand... Makes me severely uncomfortable. I understand, like, giving us the context for that. Mm -mm. I didn't need it. I don't... I, we didn't need that relationship at all. But for, for the detailed scenes that they went through, it was kind of unnecessary because it added nothing to the... You want to hear something insane? the other half. You want to hear something insane, too? What? Is in Batman the Animated Series, that comes up, too. What, Batgirl and Batman's relationship? Mm -hmm. Isn't she, like... It comes up in, like, the comic books. Isn't she, like... Well, there's a lot of things wrong with this because one, it's his best friend's like <laughs> best daughter, friend's daughter, which is super weird. Yeah, like oh, his best friend, like it's, like it's one of his close. Like Gordon raised him in a way the same way that Alfred did. It was basically his father's daughter, it's which weird. would make it his it's sister. It's fucking weird. He basically fucked his sister. The fact of the matter is, it's fucking weird. Yeah, like the relationship itself is like. There's one point where um, and the Barbara gets pregnant. Oh. And like the comics, it's like extended universe stuff, whatever. But she gets pregnant in the comics and she loses the baby in like a fight as Batgirl. She gets like punched in the stomach. She goes in as Batgirl pregnant? Yes. What the fuck is it's, wrong with her? It's such a fucked. It's, it's so fucked. Like it's a weird, it's a weird history in like Batman animated series that nobody wants to talk about because it's so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. And the thing is, because his fucking son and Batgirl have a... Dick Grayson and Batgirl have a relationship. 
Oh, that's even weirder. Right? That's why they have this big issue with each other. It's because they're like, it's, it's, that's why in a fucking, in Batman Beyond actually, because Batman Beyond is just a continuation of Batman the animated series. Yeah. And so like, that's why Barbara Gordon is the police commissioner in Batman Beyond. And it's just super uncomfortable between everyone. <laughs> yeah. And because there's a Batman Beyond comic book that follows the, because if you like the Batman Beyond show, the comic books continue that story. Mm. So Dick Grayson comes back and they have this weird, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, their relationship is super fucked. I hate it. That's why I think Dick Grayson Nightwing is way better with fucking Starfire than with Barbara Gordon. I think they're a very wholesome couple and I enjoy them very much. Yeah, I like uh, that. I want them to stay. I want Barbara to just be, I don't want her to be alone. Don't get me wrong. But Barbara's also like had a thing with like Jason Todd too. It's weird. The, the entire Bat family is, it's their, their whole thing is fucking weird. It's like community where they just don't sleep, they with, all each sleep other. with each other. It's super weird. Uh, but we're off topic. The Long Halloween, a new DC movie. Definitely check it out. It's gonna have all of Batman's villains. We get some good Catwoman and is together. Batman shouldn't be hung in some fucking redhead kid. Um, but yeah, and then, like I said, we have a whole lot of DC stuff this week. We have, speaking of CW shows, um, we've got, we've got a good look at a new character for the new season of The Flash. Oh, it's for that show? Uh-huh. That's even dumber. <laughs> <laughs> so we got our first look at Impulse for the new season of The Flash, which is a, a very popular character in the comic books. His name is Bart Allen. He's from the future. Um, I believe in the comic books, he's like Barry and Iris is like grandson as opposed to their son which they're doing in the show uh we got our first look at the costume at the character in this really like interesting promo which tries to copy a comic book panel from like the comics of bart like smiling and running but it's made by cw so it, it looks like i don't want to completely shit on this i don't i will go for it all right. I'll let you do it first. And then it I'll, looks, I'll come back up and pick up the pieces. Okay. It looks really fucking ridiculous. It looks like something that would be parodied in The Boys is the type of costume it is. And the worst part is that it's comic book accurate. So, okay. the comic book version looks stupid just as much. But it's a comic book, so all the nice colors actually look nice. Yeah. And this one, it just looks sad. <laughs> when it comes to real life, it doesn't look good. So, my thing about The Flash is a lot of the costumes for The Flash don't hit for me. A lot of them are misses. Most of them are pretty stupid, yeah. So, I don't know, it's hard, and I understand that it's hard to translate The Flash costume. And I think Grant Gustin's most recent costume looks good. I stopped watching The Flash a bit ago. Which one? The, for the CW show. Oh. I stopped watching The Flash a bit ago, and one of my favorite parts was the main character, The Flash's costume. I think it's done because I'm not a huge fan of Ezra Miller's like armored flash look. I don't like it. I don't. Okay. Let me bring that up. I don't like the injustice, like armor plated costumes. I don't like armored. I I don't like armored superhero suits. I don't think they stupid. look good. Superman unless, doesn't fucking need armor. Exactly. Unless you're Iron Man. There's, unless you're um, like a robot based or like tech based hero, you don't need armor. Unless or you're, you're just like, a guy and like your powers rely on a suit. Yeah, exactly. So I don't understand. I don't like them. I don't like 
So like when I first saw Ezra Miller, I'm not a huge fan of Ezra Miller's flash. I don't like it a whole lot for several reasons, but the armor that he wears like in the movie, like it's because it's an armored suit. I don't think I ever got to see it. I don't like it. Mm. Um, but Grant Gustin's suit is like, it's, it's an, the CW doesn't do a whole lot right. <laughs> But some of their suit designs... I would say they do most things wrong. <laughs> oh my god. But some of their suit designs for a lot of the characters looks really good. So like the Grant Gustin's Flash suit looks good. It's done very well. A lot of these other suits in that show, I don't like. I don't think they do very well. But Grant Gustin's Flash suit, they do very well. I just looked up Ezra Miller's Flash suit. <laughs> Why'd they... Okay. Why does he look like a Spy Kids villain? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like he looks like he looks like he would be a henchman for George Lopez in the fucking Shark Girl Lava Boy movie. Shark Girl Lava Boy. Shark. Sorry, Shark Boy <laughs> Lava Lava Girl. No, that I movie. totally understand what you mean, but yeah, no. But I think I think the Flash costumes usually turn out pretty okay. This one, George Lopez. He would be he would be whatever Super Chihuahua is in crypto. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about the casting. <laughs> George Lopez should play Streaky the Super Cat. Uh, yeah, let's do that. All right, continue. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Back to We can always talk. If you ever want to segue for Super Pets again, you let me know, and we will definitely do that. That'll be my last and final time. <laughs> but the Impulse suit, it's comic book accurate, which I'm happy that a lot of companies, especially Marvel, recently has been sticking to their comic book accurate suits. They look good. Just fine. I think they do. I think they do super well. Um, and it, I think this. My thing is about this. I'm gonna have to see it in action, like in the show. I'll watch some clips from the show. I'm not watching the new season of The Flash. I don't know. I'm tired of hearing. Oh, is it not pulling you back in? I'm tired of hearing. I'm Barry Allen, the fastest man alive, and then he gets his ass beat every single season by somebody that's faster than him. I'm sick of seeing it. By who? I'm annoyed. Everyone. I'm not exaggerating. Every since the first season, every single season, he has been beat by somebody faster than him. And one season, it was him from the future. Yo. It was the evil version of him. And I was just like, in the beginning of the show, I was just like, my name is Barry Allen. I'm the fastest man alive. Shut up. Shut your mouth. You're not. You get proven wrong every single season that you were not the fastest man alive. I want him to go back in time, and he's slower than Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but I'm hoping that this is like a John Walker issue. You know, we saw that first scene of John Walker and it was getting memed to high hell. Yeah. People were saying he looked like fucking the dude from Up. <laughs> um, the old man from Up. Some people were saying he looked like Binky from Arthur. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Have you not seen that? Oh my God. Somebody put the John Walker helmet on Binky from Arthur and it uh, looks almost exactly the same. That's so mean. Because <laughs> that first shot we get from the end of episode one of Falcon the Winter Soldier is not great. So I'm hoping this still, because it's, it's different to see a costume in action as opposed to seeing it with like movement. You know what I mean? Like actually seeing yeah. the costume. And also, he also grows on you. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about so I'm hoping that this impulse costume looks better in movement than in that still, because that still was super photoshopped. A, like it looks, it looked like a like a Boss Logic thing, which is, I mean, like I love Boss Logic. They do a lot of good Photoshop work, but like it looked edited, mm -hmm. which it was. It was incredibly edited. 
So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt this time. I'm gonna see the movement. Um, because a lot of things what you see, because even the, I feel the same way about the Robert Pattinson Batman suit from what we've seen of it. Like I'm not completely sold about it. I think when I see, are they still it, going with the armored plating? Um, with his. I think so yeah mm. which for batman makes sense like his bat symbols made out of like old speculate it's made out of like the gun that killed his parents I was like, that's fucking metal as shit it is it's fucking dope also who let this kid take take the gun that was used <laughs> like did gordon was, the gun? was gordon like was like hey you gotta you better remember this night here's the gun <laughs> <laughs> that man shot your parents with There's a gun that murdered your fucking parents. You're good, all right. Um, but no, I hate this as a symbol. So I'm really hoping that it, it gets better the more that we see of it. Mm -hmm. And speaking, I forgot. I almost forgot. Moving forward, we have some new details about the breakout hit of 2020 and its sequel coming: the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, we had some leaked stuff for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 at the end of the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Spoilers, you guys, by the way. At the end of the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie, we got... <laughs> can't believe you said spoilers for that. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. I got it. Um, we got Tails. Tails actually comes in at the end of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yo! Like in a post-credit scene. That's hey. a spoiler. I didn't watch that movie. You should. It's, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. That's what I've been hearing. It's actually pretty, it's pretty great. Um, okay, great's an, un, an overstatement, but it's a good movie. It's a solid movie. Okay. Um, so it's been confirmed by several sources that Knuckles is also gonna be in the Sonic the Hedgehog sequel. All right, let me, let me stop you there. So be real with me. Uh-huh. What ethnicity do you picture Knuckles? I think Knuckles. I think Knuckles is black. Okay, I'm not racist. Let's go. <laughs> to be fair, they gave him dreads. Like it's, they're they're kind of dreads. I wouldn't say they're dreads. Well, they're kind of dreads. They're kind of dreads. Yeah, I understand. Um, my fear. Here's my fear. What if they give him a black voice actor? Would that? No. Would I that be, be going too far? No, I think it'd be fine. Okay. Because I don't think he's had black voice actors, has he? I'm sure he has. I'm sure somewhere down the line, Knuckles had a black voice actor. I don't see them not giving <laughs> Knuckles a black voice. Knuckles, there's a lot of characters that are black coded. Like, and anybody will tell you this. There's mm -hmm. a lot of characters in pop culture that are black coded. Okay. Skeeter from Doug. Have you ever seen Doug, the 90s cartoon? No. He's Doug's best friend. Okay. And he's definitely black. Okay. Like, there, <laughs> there's no way he is not black there's a lot of characters that aren't like outwardly said to be black but they're clearly black characters mm. um but yeah there's a lot of characters like that knuckles is definitely one of those characters okay um but yeah so i think that yeah so knuckles is going to be in the sequel and i'm very excited i'm more excited for the sequel than i am i was for the original uh, here, I actually I'm just I'm just as excited for the sequel as I was for the first one, which is not here. at all. No, see, I, I actually have a list of black-coded We can make this a whole thing. So I have a list <laughs> yeah, of, let's talk about this. I have a list of black-coded characters. All right, let's see which ones I agree with. Okay. As a black man, so I, got, I could easily spot which ones are and aren't. I'm getting this article 
from Down Magazine. I don't want to not give them credit. They made this article. We're okay. going to go down the list that they have here. Um, Darwin from Amazing World of Gumball. Darwin? Darwin. The fish? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, Garnet from Steven Universe is clearly, <laughs> is clearly a black character. Garnet. Yes, her. I agree with that. 100% a black character. Um, Wilt from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Definitely, yes. <laughs> definitely, but why definitely, Mark? I would say for very obvious and probably racial reasons why he would be black-coated. <laughs> Mark, are we about to get straight up racist? What? No, the show is. The show is right. Oh, I guess that's. They I made him tall. They made him good at basketball. <laughs> that's well, fair. What the fuck? That's, I mean, and also, he's also. He's, his. Okay. Also, what? He's also the imaginary friend to a black child. That's fair. Which makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's. Like, there's nothing. Piccolo. Piccolo, Piccolo? from Dragon Ball. I don't watch a lot of Dragon Ball, but. I. By his looks, I probably can't really tell. Yeah, that's fair, but I, I haven't seen a lot of Dragon Ball either, so I can't really attest to this one Grim from Billy and Mandy he's, he's a got a Jamaican voice yeah he definitely is he has a straight up Jamaican accent um interesting what how many feel about this one okay Marceline the Vampire Queen from Adventure Time I don't I, I wouldn't consider her. I wouldn't either personally she feels like she definitely feels white she feels like a Pinterest girl yeah um Tobias from the Amazing World of Gumball. The fuck is Tobias? He's the little um, like rainbow floof thing. I don't know who that is. Oh, awful! I don't watch a lot of Gumball. Okay, the rest of these are just kind of funny. Okay. Um, every animal in Princess and the Frog. A movie about a blind <laughs> Disney princess. Yes. Okay. Um, most of these animals are. Yes. Okay. They're definitely. They're definitely black. It takes place in New Orleans. Every animal in this show. Fucking Ray, the firefly, who speaks with a straight up like Cajun accent. There's a there's a fucking scene where he's like, y'all for street pot. He's absolutely black. Um The Lions and the Lion King. Well, which ones? All of them. All of them? All of them. I don't agree with that. I understand that Lion King takes place in Africa, but I still disagree because Jeremy Irons. We still as, got South Africans. As Scar, shut up. What? <laughs> Jeremy Irons true. as Scar is definitely like he still feels like a British. Well, I mean, I guess there's. I sound, I sound fucked up because there's British black people. There is. Yeah. And I mean, also for the new Lion King, like, like they're South Africans. Yes. No. For, uh, and also for the new, for the new British, um, new British, the new Lion King reboot. Scar is played by uh, Chidawell Ejor. Ejor? I think I'm saying that right. I hope I'm saying that right. If not, I'm oh, so sorry. I, I don't know who that is. Um, it's the guy who plays... Uh, have you seen Doctor Strange? Yes. He plays uh, Mordu in Doctor Strange. His okay. like, partner. Um, <laughs> the Penguins in Happy Feet? This article's fucking great. Uh, I I, I'd have to rewatch Happy Feet I don't Feet agree again. with that. Um, some of the Penguins in Happy Feet are definitely Hispanic. Yes. I, I do agree with that. King Julian and the Lemurs? I don't know about that. I don't know. This is really weird. Where are they getting this from? I don't know. This, this, I mean, it has like reasons. So, so I was today years old when I learned that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that one. 
But yeah, so I'm glad. I'm happy we discussed black coded characters. I'm glad. That, I'm glad it's something that came up because I'm happy that we actually talked about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving, moving on. I know that. Speaking of black, um, black people. I watched a movie full of them. <laughs> what, what a good transition. Mark had never seen the Black Panther movie, and he finally gave it a watch. So we're gonna get yeah. We're gonna get one of Mark's late takes, which we it turned me racist. Right. <laughs> oh. Um, which is becoming a, a pretty active thing on this show is Mark's late takes. So let's get a late take from you, Mark. The yeah. late take of, on the Black Panther movie. Oh, um, God. it's boring to me. Um, it didn't turn me racist. It didn't make me think less of black people. It was just not a good movie. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I just, I just think that you're, you're gonna get a lot of shit for this. So I'm just, I'm excited. What? Okay, I, I just want to make sure that I get it out there. I, the reasons I don't like this movie are because they're all black. That's not the reason. It's not because Marks are racist. It's. Yeah, I'm a racist for other reasons. That's not one of them. <laughs> Yikes. No one's going to tell the difference by whether I'm joking or not. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. Um, I think Black Panther had a lot of good scenes. You know what? Let's try to be less negative. Let's talk about the good scenes. What yes, you, let's talk about the good like scenes. About the movie? So the fights were definitely pretty good. Um, Very good. What was your favorite fight in the movie? My favorite fight would have to be. That's a good question. There's a lot of there's a lot of like solid fights in this movie. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite scenes personally isn't necessarily a fight, but it's a that car chase scene. It's great to me. I think it's very well choreographed. I think there's a lot of good stuff about it. I think his kinetic suit that absorbs kinetic energy and then can redistribute it is super fucking cool. I think think the tech in this movie is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, I really like that about the suit, because that gave him, like, a whole new superpower. Like, showing how cool, like, how advanced Wakanda is. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I think is my, one of my, it's the world building this movie does alone for Wakanda. Mm -hmm. Wakanda is super fucking cool. It's, like, presented as such. Like, they're just like, yeah, we're kind of fucking badass. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. Like, we, we've been had this. You guys kind of suck. Like, it literally shits on the rest of the world. With Everybody else is a third world country to them. <laughs> Compared to them? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I guess the only fight I could really think of is probably the end fight with, uh... No, no, okay. My favorite fight is when he gets his ass whipped by mm-hmm. Killmonger. The one that, the, the challenge scene? Yes. I think that was probably my favorite fight. I absolutely fucking agree with you. That is yeah. that is a great fight. I like the parallels that I have between the fight with him and Mubaku, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite characters in the movie is Mubaku. He's very funny. Yeah. I think I think Winston Duke, I think his name is. Winston Duke, who plays Mubaku, does a great job. I think he's very fucking funny. Like he's when he's talking to uh Agent Agent Ross, which is a name escapes me. He plays Bilbo. Anyway, Agent Ross. When he's talking to Agent Ross, the only white man... Bilbo? From DC? Bilbo Baggins. Oh, wait. In Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't fucking know that movie. <laughs> um, but he... When he's talking to him, he's just like... Uh, he's kind of like eating people. I'm just like, this is great. Oh, like, yeah. He, he's fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. Kill... Michael B. Jordan, also. 
Michael B. That's Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Okay. I've been trying to figure out I've been trying to figure out who Michael B. Jordan is in the acting world. Cause I just think of Michael Jordan the basketball player. May 23rd, Michael discovered. Michael. Mark discovers who Michael B. Jordan is for the first time. That's crazy. That's Michael Now B. now I'm gonna know that his is, face. That is Michael B. Jordan. Okay. No longer is Michael B. He's in the wait. Okay. Now now I'm gonna get to the part where I sound either stupid or racist. Is he the one that's in uh, the fucking? No, wait, that's probably a different person. Who's in the new uh, the Looney Tunes thing, the basketball one, Space Jam? LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> See, there we go. There's my ignorance no, coming that's up. That's not racist. You're just mixing up basketball players, and which is understandable. An actor that has the same name as yeah, a basketball Michael, player. Michael Jordan was in the original Space Jam. Yeah. Okay. I admit, you're not racist. I'll give you that. Okay. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's Michael B. Jordan. That's a black man that said that, by the way. It's hard to tell sometimes, I know. Um, but, but definitely Michael B. Jordan and... So what was the end that you told me about recently? I don't remember. It probably was Black Panther. <laughs> it, was probably, it, was, it, was, it was more than no, Michael I'm just remembering. Um, but yeah, Chadwick Boseman, which, rest in peace. Yeah. He did... He's so good in the role of Black Panther. Yeah, he did a phenomenal he's job. A good, he's such a good fucking job. But their chemistry on set, like that conflict between Killmonger and Black Panther, Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, I definitely like the, the the parallels between them uh, in terms of like their upbringing in Wakanda. I I will say the MCU has an issue with villains. They have a big issue. They can't. They don't do good villains a whole lot. A lot of the villains are forgettable. The only villains they've done well, like top three villains, for me, Killmonger, Ultron, which doesn't get enough credit. Ultron is great. And James Spader does a fantastic job as voice acting for Ultron. And Loki. All three of those characters who aren't two-dimensional villains. Well, Loki's now an anti-hero. Yeah, which took time, obviously, yeah. but because we got to see like all the shit that he was put through. And we start to actually understand Loki. But yeah, no, fucking, so Killmonger does a great fucking job because he's not a two-dimensional character. Which is what I, because the MCU sometimes, they've, they've progressed a lot from their whole two-dimensional character stuff. Because even Thanos is a fucking, like, he's not a two-dimensional character. Like, he's not just... Oh, look! I don't like guy. I, well, alright. Thanos is a bad example because I didn't like the way... I didn't like his reason for being evil in the MCU. Yeah. Because I thought... Well, his whole problem had pretty easy solutions if he got the Infinity Stones without killing people. Because um, I think his whole thing was, like, there's not enough food. And it's like... Bro, if you could kill, if you could uh, snap your people off to be gone in the you, to make things better, and I'm just like, if you could snap your fingers to make everybody disappear, why don't you snap your fingers and make some food for everybody? My thing is, it feels lazy. No, but the my reason is that he's in love with the personification of death. Yes, which, which I think is one of my favorite like love triangles in the Marvel like universe is Deadpool, Thanos, and Death. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that Deadpool, Deadpool also has a relationship with yeah. Death, which is great. But that would have been a better reason. Like he yeah. just he does it to feed Death. Yeah, it's super simplified. Um, a lot of MCU counterparts are super simplified. A lot of the MCU counterparts do actually do better, but a lot of them do worse. Mm -hmm. My best example, Hawkeye. Is he good in the comics? He's fantastic in the comics, Mark. Mm. Hawkeye is great in the comics. I don't know why. I don't understand. Okay, no hate to Jeremy Renner. Whatever. 
I don't, I don't, like, he's not a bad actor. He's great in Tag. That's the only movie I can fucking remember him in, is Tag. It's crazy. I don't even know that fucking movie. <laughs> it's a funny movie. Um, but he's not Hawkeye. He's not comic book accurate Hawkeye. Mm. Let me, let me show you a picture of comic book accurate Hawkeye and tell me if this looks No, like, I've seen, I've seen it. Yeah, like blonde hair. Purple. No, like he's like, like the more recent comics that actually show. Oh. Cause I'm thinking the purple suit with the fucking hawk mask. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like the classic, classic. Yeah. But he's he's deaf um, in the comic books. I'm gonna shoot. So this is Hawkeye. That doesn't look too far. Well, let me find a better. It doesn't look too far off from the MCU counterpart. I, I have one big difference between the two. Other than the blonde hair, I guess. I have one big difference between the two. Okay. One of them's taller. <laughs> <laughs> crazy you don't need to be tall to be good at shooting arrows though that's fair um but if you do get the chance check out the hawkeye series my life is a weapon it's very good and it also introduces uh kate bishop which is like his protege who's actually going to be in the hawkeye show who Haley steinfeld is coming into play for uh the hawkeye show that's coming out on disney plus so it's gonna be it's it's good i'm glad they're sticking to the comics in that point um but yeah that's one of my things about the MCU is they don't stick to the source material very often. But continue yeah. your... We're on Black Panther. Continue your thoughts about Black Panther. So the fight scene you liked was uh, Killmonger versus Black Panther, Panther T'Challa. Yeah. Uh, what else did you like about the movie? Uh, like you said, the soundtrack was pretty The soundtrack good. is really good. Dude, I'm, I like the... It's very nice. Disney did very well collecting the group of rappers and like artists that they did for the soundtrack to make it fucking great yeah like it's a really good like album like by itself like if you just listen to the black panther album by itself it's fucking great it's, it's like it's fantastic i can't think of anything else um but they do they do a fantastic disney did a good job like i i know that i'm, I'm a big disney fan and saying disney did a good job from me is like you know saying nothing to me water is wet <laughs> yeah but no, they did a they did a fantastic job. Um, what else did I like about it? I really I did enjoy a lot of the story arcs that they had setting up. Mm -hmm. Um, like with his, uh, with all the problems of a lot of the higher ups kind of like being they're they're trying to challenge ideals but not abandon tradition. Mm -hmm. Uh, like with trying to help out the world with their technology rather than just isolate themselves which is which is reminiscent of like brotherhood of steel and fallout where they're essentially mm -hmm. doing the same thing they're isolationists they're collecting and hoarding technology yeah that's what i like about it is it tells not only a personal like down the grounded story about a family but also tells like a much larger political story and racial story as well yeah um so because wakanda is a super fucking advanced nation that's hidden itself from the rest of the world as like a third like a third world country mm -hmm. who everybody thinks they just trade in textiles and that's it like but they're really like the most advanced civilization in the fucking world like, like they're they're surpassing all these other like global superpowers mm -hmm. in like more than one way yeah and it's amazing but it's yeah no it tells it tells a lot of different stories at once because it talks about colonialism uh, for a bit, like about because like real life stuff, like how like yeah. when Killmonger's in the museum, he's 
that's real life stuff that happened. Like stuff in the museums are like all that they're found, found air quotations and like these, but they're taken. Yeah. They're things that are stolen by colonizers from these ancient civilizations that they didn't have permission to take. They don't belong in the museum. They belong with the tribes they were with prior, mm -hmm. which happens for centuries. Like it happens all the time. Uh, so it's telling a very real story in subtle ways. And I respect that. Yeah. Like in earlier, me and you were talking about Captain Falcon and the Wars. Always call it Captain Falcon the Winter Soldier. That's not the title. It's my fault. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. We'll just we'll stick with it. He's Captain America now. Okay. Uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. How they touched on these racial themes, which they it touched on more racial themes now, like the evolution of racism as opposed to like historical racism that Black Panther touches on. Yeah. So like colonialism stuff like that, uh, like the whitewashing of history, things like that. That like history is changed by the people who own it which is usually white people mm -hmm. uh but yeah no i think sorry that's what i took away from it. it doesn't it does a great job with the story the different arcs that it sets up like you said yeah um and i like the visual effects i think out of all the mcu movies this probably has probably the best visual effects i've seen so far definitely tops i won't say the best because i think the best visual effects in any mcu movie in my opinion definitely goes Definitely goes to either Endgame or Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is a trippy ride, and it balances its visual effects very, very well. But it balances its visual effects very, very well. Doctor Strange is a great one. Have you seen Doctor Strange? Maybe. I have, but I don't really remember it. It's okay. It's, it's, a, it's an okay movie. Not probably not something I really care about. Re I rewatched it. I did. A, I did a bit of a rewatch for like movies that I hadn't really gotten a huge like. Didn't leave a huge impact on me the first watch. Mm -hmm. so like Agent Ultron was one of those movies I rewatched, so I actually enjoyed it more on the second watch than I did on the first watch, and appreciated some of the characters that were actually very well done. So like Vision, fantastic. I love Vision's character in the MCU. I think he does a great job. James Spader's Ultron, underrated, completely. The only death in that movie that didn't need to happen. The fucking speedster that should be able to outrun bullets and dies from fucking bullets and saves the life of the one of the most useless Avengers. Who? Black Widow? Hawkeye. Oh. Hawkeye's the most useless Avenger. If you think Black Widow's the most useless Avenger. Nah, dude, didn't he, um... Do what? What do you do? Explain to me. What, he's a family? Is that it? I don't care. It would have given, given him more for reason to die. So Black more Panther, emotion behind it. Black Panther had the best visual effects that I've seen in all of the MCU. I'm glad you felt my rant coming and you, you completely uh, went away from it. That's probably for the best. Uh, but yeah, so now let's get into what you didn't. Yeah, let's talk about when I fucking fell asleep during the movie. Um, <laughs> I didn't fall asleep, but I did start playing Overwatch halfway through the movie because I was like... Man, I'm kind of wasting my time watching this. So this is interesting. Because um, I, I don't usually get this. Uh, but what what drove you away from the movie? What did you not like about the movie? I I don't know. It's hard to put into words. Because um, I it hooked me for the first 30 minutes. Because they didn't look like you, Mark? Is that it? They look like me, but just a shade darker. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I did watch the whole thing. Like, probably the last 46 minutes, I was just, like, half watching it because I was playing Overwatch and I was watching it at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, it just didn't... It, 
didn't capture my attention a whole lot. And I think it had to do with uh, lack of lack of like characters I enjoyed watching. Okay. Because Black Panther was missing for a good chunk of that movie. Understandable. Um, and I didn't really like the side characters all too much anyways. Like, uh, okay. His sister was okay. The girlfriend was whatever. His mom was whatever. They were kind of they were kind of just there. Yeah. Um, I think I think one of my favorite supporting characters in the movie is the the leader of the Dormilaje. The your name's see Di- Diana Guru Gurai something like that. But she plays Michonne in The Walking Dead, and she plays the leader of the Dormilaje. The see I liked her better in who is Okoye in Falcon because she was the same one in Falcon, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's a different one. It's a different one. Yeah, oh. she's. She's still, um, the, but the, the the person who shows up in Captain America and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. is also in Black Panther. She's one of the like the supporting members. Okay. But yeah, no, she's one of my favorite characters. She's um, see, she she wasn't that interesting to me because I don't even remember her either. Which is understandable, and I will say, I, I feel, it felt like a lot of the side char- characters fell flat when compared to just like the main. And I will say that it's, I'm not blaming it completely on race, but race does definitely have a thing that, something to do with it. Could be, yeah, I just don't no, relate to it as much. And that's fine. That's perfectly, that's, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the thing is, like, at the same time, I really fucking love Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same thing. I feel like Falcon, it may just be because I watched Falcon first. Because I feel like that did a better job than Black Panther Talking ever could. Talking about like race and stuff. Well, not even that, but just like being entertained. Telling a story. <laughs> in general. Okay. Yeah, good storytelling. Okay, I I can understand that. That's fine. That's perfectly yeah. fine. Um, my thing is, my thing about it is, I think that something that made Black Panther so revolutionary is the almost all black cast for a major Hollywood blockbuster movie. Yeah, and that's the that's the part that people are just like, holy shit. Yeah, it's not a movie that necessarily has to do with like like a historical. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something that like has to do with like slavery. That has all black people like like because a lot for a long time a lot of the movies that had a majority of black cast members were just movies based about like slaves or like the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and not something like cool and high tech and like sci-fi like this. So it's like going to see this and not having to like have that, you know, it's nice. It's refreshing. And so these characters that don't have that as their background, interesting. Yeah. It's cool. Like, and imagine like it's representation and that's the big thing. Yeah. Like what Shang-Chi is going to be for Asian Americans. That's amazing. That's fantastic. And I'm glad that Marvel is sticking to that. Like having these characters, these diverse characters that Marvel, because Marvel has a lot of diverse characters. Like, uh, I felt the same way watching Luke Cage. Like, Luke Cage tells a story yeah. about the black experience in America, but it's more modern. I think uh, I think Luke Cage is a good mix between Black Panther and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think it's, a, like, it's in between there. Like, it tells a good story about a different black experience in America. Yeah. And that's, that's something that they, all three of them do. They all tell stories of black experiences in America, and I think they do a fantastic job doing so. But, and I think my thing is that's it's okay if you like Black Panther solely because it was revolutionary to be. Uh, that's the thing; it doesn't have to make you like the movie. Saying that a movie was a movie or a different thing. Exactly. Because there's a lot of 
Like if it wasn't your cup of tea, if the action and it didn't work, it didn't work. Like yeah. not every movie is a perfect movie. And to me, but they have their different parts. To me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it. Uh, I'll say it, but like I don't really, I don't truly mean this. Um, I don't really care about representation in movies, but not in the sense that like if I'm watching a movie, the first thing I'm looking for is not representation. It's that's yeah. You're looking, you're watching a movie for entertainment. If it, if it does have that, that's really that's cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm not gonna watch a movie and like see fucking george lopez is in it mario fucking lopez is in it um see, and I, santana's in it i understand exactly what you mean and, I, I understand what you mean because i a lot it's of not gonna make me make me like it more yeah if it represented me a lot of my favorite a lot of my favorite movies i do like a diverse i think a diverse cast reflects today's day and age better yeah. A lot of friend groups aren't just white. A lot of friend groups aren't just black. A lot yeah. of friend groups aren't just Hispanic. That's not the reality that we live in today. It's like a lot of couples aren't just black. A lot of couples aren't just white. Like a lot of kids these days aren't just black or white or Hispanic. They're mixed with a bunch mm -hmm. of different things. And so I think our movie should reflect that, which I like. That's personally for me. Like if I go see a movie and the cast is diverse, that's I'm like, okay, this is super cool yeah like this is super neat um but i understand what you mean we've also growing up all the things that we've seen haven't been super diverse just because that's how hollywood works yeah. hollywood has only bought into this whole thing of diversity recently like they've only been like okay now we can have diverse cast because oh look the people like it that's just what hollywood, hollywood is a money-making machine that's kind of what they stick to yeah the indie films is where it's more like okay okay diversity cool this should be the norm and when those indie directors get popular, we have more diverse cast members. And that's that's kind of that's what matters. Like, that's cool. So I I do understand what you mean by saying, like, entertainment should be number one for a movie. But I also think that it should better reflect today's age. That's fair. I think the movie should better reflect the way that every day looks. Yeah. Because you don't walk outside and just see one race. You walk outside and you see several different races. You walk outside, you see several different people because people come from different walks of life. So fleshing out these characters, you can't forget about their race. Yeah. That's different walks of life. That make that makes sense. Fair enough. So that's that's just my view on it. So I think the representation of Black Panther does a very good job. So like this little, like my little sister, I've, I'm the oldest of five. So like my little sister and brother going to see Black Panther and seeing people that look like them on the screen, that's important. Like yeah. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Like my little sister, super smart kid she's just like okay wow that she's a princess but she's not acting like like the traditional disney princess like sure he's acting like she's acting like a kid she's acting like a super smart kid don't hear me like a genius kid she's acting like a kid she's still a princess in this super cool city that's great and i like seeing that and like my sister's eyes light up about this stuff and like my little brother's just like that's fucking cool holy shit there's a black superhero that's cool and that's kind of that's like the part of representation i'm just like okay that's, that's fantastic because it's the kind of stuff that i didn't think about as a kid that's my view of representation i think that i like that our movies are getting especially big budget movies like mcu movies are getting more representation that's why i think representation is important okay i'd like to offer my uh my uh rebuttal. very articulate rebuttal I have a very simplified view about representation in the fact that it, I don't really care. <laughs> well, and I understand. In, my, in the nicest way, 
No, no, I, but wait, I don't I, care. I completely understand, but my thing about I'm it... I'm not saying I don't care about your views, I'm saying I don't care no, about representation No, no, your, your, opinion, your yeah. opinion is fine. That's perfectly fine. My thing about it as well is I don't like... I know that this is one of one of our best friends, Lee. This is his opinion about Black Panther as well. He doesn't like that it feels pandering. He thinks that because the studio knew who their audience was, but it's not just the studio, like it's the director as well who did this. And Ryan Coogler's a fantastic director. He's a black director. He's great. Like he does a great job with this movie. I think what he was given, he did a fucking thing. He's gonna be the he's gonna be the director on the sequel. And I'm excited for it. I'm super excited. Um I don't like what it feels forced. And that's not the only time representation has felt forced in the MCU. I don't think it felt forced in Black Panther. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying when representation feels forced in a movie, it feels disingenuous. It feels like they're trying to just take our money. When it doesn't feel natural, it feels like they're just like, okay, this is the demographic. We're going to take their money. It feels wrong in a certain way. So like when... I've had a, so many people tell me this in Endgame when they had that big scene with all the female heroes. I had a lot of like my female friends, like, like um, they were just like, this, feel, this felt forced. Like, this didn't feel genuine. And like, I feel like Marvel's trying to make up for the things they've done in the MCU, like towards women, like the misrepresentation of a lot of women. They're trying to make up for that later. So like in game and on, like with the Black Widow sequel. Um, but I'm I'm excited to see where the future goes. It seems like they have a lot going for not only just women, it's women of color. So the representation in MCU is definitely taking a new turn. There's a lot of different things going on. Eternals has more than one woman of color as like a lead role. Um, Kate Bishop is going to be um, like front and center in the Hawkeye series. Like, she's the main character. So it's exciting to see where representation goes from here. That's my... All in all, I didn't like Black Panther. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of my point. I don't really have much of a reason to not like it. It was... Thank you for bringing it back around. That's it was, okay. It was just not entertaining enough for me, I guess. That's okay. Um, it's fine. Yeah, there's not much... I mean, I... I already said the things that I liked about it. Uh, the things that I don't like about it, I can't really... There's nothing for me to nitpick. You know, I, it just feels like a standard Marvel movie. And don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't love Black Panther. I think it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's not my favorite of the year. I don't know. It just kind of, it kind of reminds me of the fucking like. It just reminds me of a generic Marvel movie, yeah, which I is funny to say because now I'm a Marvel fan. Yeah. Uh, God forbid. And my thing is, uh, for you, you mentioned earlier the in scene, the in fight scene for Black Panther. Yeah. I fucking hated it. It was kind of boring. So much CGI. Yeah. I couldn't even, like, stay in the fight because there was so much fucking CGI. Because that entire scene is CGI. Yeah. It's completely CGI. The, like, the vibranium trains going back and forth and then fighting in between. Like, it's a cool concept for a fight. <laughs> I honestly don't remember that scene because I was playing Overwatch when that came on. <laughs> That's the thing, there's so much CGI in them. I remember seeing them like start with the trains and at the end of it, uh, Killmonger was dying. I was like, oh, how'd that happen? See, that's the thing, they, they had me so good with the CGI because they did a lot of the CGI well. They stuck to the fight scenes being practical for a lot of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then they got to that end scene and it felt less to me between these two major characters. It felt like a lot less. Like if they would have fought in the middle of the battlefield, that would have been super fucking cool. 
That would have been dope as shit. But because they went down to these vibranium mines and they had this big CGI fuck fest of a fight, they lost me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy you finally watched Black Panther. I'm happy to get your opinions on it. I'm glad that we brought up the conversation of representation in movies. I'm, yeah. I'm very happy to have talked about that. I'm happy I finally watched it and could no longer feel racist for disliking it. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, but let it be known, I gave it a chance and it let me down. Uh, but yeah, guys, I think that is going to be... No. Oh? You, you said my late takes. Punisher 2. Did you watch him? Did you watch Pun- Punisher season 2. Oh my god. You guys get a bonus for Punisher season 2. It's bad. I didn't finish the season. It's really fucking boring. Kind of reminds me of Black Panther. Alright, oh that's all I got. <laughs> We're wrapping up. Alright, anyway, this has been this week's episode of the Culture Cannon Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm racist, Mark. I'm not racist. Thank you guys for joining us. 